Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. <laughs> That's right. This is a Wednesday on Purple Daily. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff. And that means write that down predictions and an accountability session. We are the only show in America that keeps track of our predictions and actually calls each other to the car. You say, well, you guys are wrong all the time. Well, you'll find out about that in this segment every single Wednesday. Judd Zolgad's got the bobblehead collection rocking again here. Who do you have there? You have Sid Hartman and Sid a Hartman. generic white guy named uh, this would Glenn be Perkins. The closer, like. Glenn Perkins. There we go. We're bringing in the Very closer. generic gonna... white guy is correct. Uh, Purple Daily is, is presented by our friends at TCL TVs. Enjoy more of what you love. At TCL, we'll get to our guest listener predictor, Pulford, here in just a moment. Pulford Skoll, loyal uh, viewer and listener of Vikings Ventline and participant. So we'll jump into him and his predictions in a second here. But uh, also, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has been helping business owners for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota. And uh, I'll tell you what, they have been doing some amazing work during this pandemic year, too, just giving business, business owners uh, risk management materials, whether it's pandemic plans or even, you know, you're, you're thinking about returning to the office. Think about all the things as a business owner that you have to be on top of when it comes to risk management. That's where Federated comes in. Trusted resources over 100 years of experience. Stop by their website, federatedinsurance.com, or download the app. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect You like yours. that? You like that? All right. You guys want to jump into this? Yeah. Should we, should we rip the Band-Aid off here? Oh, see what happens. it's not good, huh? We'll also get into a uh, follow-up from our State of Kirk Cousins episode from yesterday. <laughs> All right. All right. So here is how Write That Down works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdown passes. In the Mackie and Judd edition of Write That Down every Wednesday, it is batting averages and home runs. If you want to be part of the segment, just send a DM to me, at Phil Mackey, or at Dex's Tweets on Twitter or Instagram. You can also find Dex, uh, it's the underscore Dexter for Declan on Instagram if you would like to participate. We'll start with Judd. Judd had nothing come off the board for like the sixth straight week. I here. like how this is shaping up for me. <laughs> He's just Brooks Bollinger handing the ball off yeah. to Adrian Peterson every single week, refusing to throw a pass. And so uh, An I just honorary Kubiak. In. That's what I am. You are. I'm an honorary yes, Kubiak. We just run. Amen. <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight some predictions that are still on the board uh, when we don't have any that come off the board. Judd said a few weeks ago there will be a credible report that the Vikings were one of the teams interested in the Falcons' fourth overall pick 
or they will obtain said pick. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this is percolating? How do you, how do you feel about this? I, I feel like it's Pretty gone dormant right. for now, but that makes sense. So I think there have been calls made. I think there are players who possibly will be available that, that the Vikings would very much like to move up and get. But, I mean, this is going to now go quiet for a few <laughs> weeks, and then probably, if it's going to be active, come up again. So I feel good about this as far as the report goes because I think it's going to un- unfold that we will find it out. Sure. All right. I uh, I came in here with this one. I told you guys, whenever Mel Kuyper's next uh-huh. mock draft comes out, he will still have the Vikings trading in the first round. He had them trading up for, I think it was Sewell in his 3.0, mm-hmm. trading up to like 9 or 10. And he had them standing pat and taking Derisaw with the 14th pick. So Mel got a little... I think Mel got a little skittish with his trades. He went a little trade crazy in the 3.0, and then Godfather Mock backed off and only had like two trades in the 4.0. Pansy. What a wimp. Put yourself out there. Yeah, just rip him. Come on, Mel. Come at me, bro. Come at me with that hair. All right, listeners had nothing come off the board as well, but here's a couple highlighted predictions that are still on the board. Listener Rob said the Vikings and the Bills will play in the Super Bowl in 2021. I think the Bills are in a better spot right now until yeah. the Vikings find linemen. I don't Once the Vikings see, find true. some linemen, we can have that conversation. But Agreed. See. Uh, the Browns just added Jadeveon Clowney today as well. One year, $10 million. They're a hip-happening the place to be now. It's sort of like the film Draft Day. Can't wait for Friday to talk oh, about that God. one. Mackie and Judd, Friday Sports Movie Rewind, Draft Day. Be oh, there. Three pages of notes. Listener David said the Timberwolves will win a championship before the Vikings. How do you, now that A-Rod's the owner of the Timberwolves, how do you feel about David's prediction? You know, in the sick sort of way, I'd feel pretty good about that prediction, wouldn't you? Kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel good about anything involving Timberwolves and championship, but... Hey, you just wait. You, know, uh, you just wait. Does that count if they keep the name Timberwolves, and, and but they're the Seattle Timberwolves? That's a great question. If they if they move and keep the name Timberwolves, I think it counts. Then yes, it's still on the board. If they relocate and essentially like change all of the branding, scrub themselves. Think it's the oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, Declan, you said Eric Wilson will not resign with the Vikings. Hey, all right. You were correct on that. And so here are the stats for the season. Judd with the highest completion percentage at forty six percent, no touchdowns. Declan at thirty one percent, no touchdowns. I'm at 27%, but all I do is throw touchdown passes with three. (laughs) Listeners, 9% completions, no touchdowns on the season. And that brings us to the actual predictions here. And our friend Pulford Skoll, loyal Ventline participant. A little bit of an echo there we might have to deal with. But Pulford, what's going on with you today? Are you ready to to throw the ball deep or check down? What's your strategy? Is the echo better now, gentlemen? I think so. Oh, no. No. Wait, hold on. I can't hear him. I can't hear him. There we go. Paul for Try now. Yep, we got it. There you. we go. All right. <laughs> All right, there we go. Sorry about that. Just had a little uh, IT issues. Uh, we're going to do a little of everything. We're going to do the uh, check downs, and we're throwing a Hail Mary with a few seconds left. <laughs> and uh, I've got some good ones. Love it. Love it. All right. Pulford's one of our favorites here. Write this down. We're going to start like this. We're going to go around the room three times. Pulford, Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil, and we'll, uh, like I said, make three chips around the room. So throw your first pass here, Pulford. All right. The first one is a check down. It's the uh, Vikings at third and eight. We've been doing that back and forth punting thing. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, shotgun. 
he's going to hit B.C. Johnson for a slant at about uh, four yards, well short of the first down, and B.C.'s going to get rocketed, and then we're going to punt. But it's going to be a completion. So the the first one I've got for just the easy completion, because we've got to get the listeners up a little bit, is at least one, at least one current offensive lineman is not or excuse me, one offensive lineman is not currently on the team. So that could be a trade, could be a draft pick, could be another free agency side, but one day one starting offensive lineman is not currently with the Minnesota Vikings. All right. They've got they've got I some hope things they can you're do. You're right. If you're not right, they're in a lot of trouble. Dakota Dozier. Yeah, Rashad Hill at right tackle, Brian O'Neill at left tackle. <laughs> You guys are way too low on Mason Cole, okay? Right. He's going to come in here. He's basically Steve yeah. Hutchinson in a Cardinals uniform coming over here. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Cardinals just didn't appreciate it. Write it down. You like writing things down. You guys are way too negative on the show. Let's go back to Judd. Justin Fields will be taken within the first seven picks of the draft. So, like, there's all the speculation. He's going it, to – it's Tua last year. There's a, you know, he's going to fall to a lot – the Vikings might have a chance at him. Justin Fields will be taken – within the first seven picks of this draft. Okay. Yeah, I love that Mel has the, the, the Patriots trading up with the Cowboys, too. It's almost like someone at ESPN's like, listen, it doesn't matter if you're right or not, but if you say the Patriots and the Cowboys are going to make a trade for a quarterback, it's going to get a ton of clicks, and Mike Greenberg is going to get like four and different to, platforms that, of the show. Exactly. Office, so. That's the most important thing is what? <laughs> how can it be repurposed for yes. TV and radio? You're, that's exactly right. Mel comes in, he's like, uh, Patriots trade Bill Belichick to the mm-hmm. Bengals to move up to number five. Write that down. It's crazy. All right, Declan, your first throw here under center. All right, similar to Judd's, uh, but with, it's with Mac Jones. Mac Jones will not go in the first 15 picks Whoa. of the draft. Oh, dude. Mac Whoa. Jones will not go in the first 15 picks of the draft. Dude, that is 100% a touchdown, right? Just based on <laughs> everything we know just gave that a touchdown. Yeah. Because I think, every, yeah. I mean, the fact that he speculated to go oh, third yeah. and the Patriots no, are sitting at 15. That's just, 15 picks? No, that yeah, that's a winner. Oh, boy. Love it. Love it. All right. Gentlemen, I'm also going to take a, a quarterback-related swing here, but it pertains to the Minnesota Vikings. Write this down. Write this down. <laughs> the Vikings will draft one of these three quarterbacks, Kellen Mond, Kyle Trask, or Davis Mills. Mm. The Vikings will draft one of those three quarterbacks. I'm not going to tell you around. Maybe they get weird and draft one of these guys in the first round. I don't know. I don't want to God. say it wrong. Maybe they, maybe they get a second round pick in some other So you're not going to specify. You're just going to give us one of the three. I'm going to say All Kellen right. Mond, Kyle Trask, and Davis Mills. And I Kellen like Mond, I think, would be the most fun. Cause, I agree. Um, I think he's the most, probably, the, well, I would say Kyle Trask is the most like household name of the three. But Kellen sure. Mond seems to be the one with the most upside. According to people down. smarter than me. All right, back to Pulford Skull for his second prediction. All right, I'm going to save the Hail Mary for the end because that's a good one. Nice. The uh, the second one, I, I'll hey, I'll let you guys be the judge if this is a touchdown or not. Or maybe I should say be the judge if it's a touchdown or not. Oh, I like what you did there. <laughs> the first play of the 2021 season on offense for the Minnesota Vikings will be a pass. It will probably, I'm not saying write this part down now, but it's probably going to be the old safety blanket, number 19, Adam Thielen. Kirk Cousins, he's going to take the ball under center. He's going to turn around, fake it to Delvin Cook. But before that, we're going to get the, ready! And the audience is going to be clapping as Kirk's squeaking, and then he's going to throw it to Adam Thielen. 
<laughs> so wait, so what, what's the write that down, though? <laughs> it's a lot in there. The write that down is the first play uh-huh. of the NFL 2021 season for the Minnesota Vikings on offense is going to be a pass. Okay, okay, okay. That's not a touchdown in my opinion, but if we— if, I don't know, man. But if you went with the specifics, it is a touchdown. So the Thielen one, if, if you if you say it's going to Thielen, I think that's a touchdown. I, I agree. All I right, agree with that. Let's, let's ask Declan, what do you think? Should we make it a touchdown? I think you make it a touchdown, man. I think you go all in. All right, it's going to Thielen. I like it. Hot, hot, all right, there it hot, is. Hot, hot, so, are we counting the voice cracking thing? We're not counting no, the not, voice cracking thing. No, we don't need to count that. But I just <laughs> uh, back to Judd Zolgad here. Your second. Prediction. Oh, my second prediction. <clears throat> the Washington Football Team will move up from the 19th pick in the first round. The Washington Football Team will trade to move up in the first round of the draft. Okay. Off the record, what's your what's your thinking here? Quarterback. Okay. That they are in prime position to get a, a okay. QB, right? I mean, but but Maybe here's the thing be, is Haskins failed, so are they worried about Justin Fields because of that? That I don't know. But anyway, He's, they need a quarterback. You know, it's funny. Like, this is probably worth an episode at some point. So I am not defending Haskins by any means. He might just be a flat-out bust. But I feel like we're in this era of quarterback play in the NFL where if you don't become an absolute stud by the time you're like 24, 25 years old, you're just like Sam Darnold. We just write guys off. Mm-hmm. And it used to be that sometimes like Rich Gannon needed 10 years before he you know became what? an actual viable quarterback. But teams aren't patient. If you're not a, if you come into the league now as a quarterback and, and you are not mature and you're just a kid, which, by, by the way, lots of guys are, you're sort of screwed, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you're, what, 21, 22? You go out drinking, blah, blah, blah. The problem now is teams don't have time to, like, go through that. Yeah. So No, it's... Write that down. All right, Declan, your second prediction. All right, two Kyle Pitts predictions to round things off, because uh, I may as well just declare uh, myself the of king course. of the Kyle Pitts fan club. Well, you are. Uh, Kyle, this is just an absolute It's like out of now. nowhere, too. Uh, Kyle Pitts will go in the top five of the NFL draft. Kyle Pitts will go in the Ooh, top no, five of the NFL draft. That's, that's a little ballsy for you. I don't you think right it's there. a you know, touchdown. It's not a touchdown, but it's... But it, I, I think it's a solid completion. It, it's a bold prediction. Yeah. Yeah. I also have a Kyle Pitts prediction. Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay. Write this down. What's Somebody will trade up for Kyle Pitts. Somebody will trade up to get Kyle Pitts. Off the record, like, down. how high do you think they'll trade up? Uh, maybe to four. I could wow. see someone trading up to four. Four wow. or five. He's damn good, dude. No, I know he is. The Beng- and the Bengals need a bunch of things. Like the, if the Bengals thought they could trade back and still get a tackle, they would yeah. probably trade with a team that's looking for Kyle Pitts. They gotcha. could also draft Kyle Pitts. I like we'll it. See. Oh, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Write it down. You like writing things down. <laughs> all right. Pulford School. This is the Hail Mary throw we've all been waiting for. Judd, you kind of borrowed my my last one here just a little bit. There's a play in there. And I don't know what you guys are talking about. They got Taylor Heineke. <laughs> QB1, baby. That's yeah. Right. Good for them. Hey. Who knows? Who knows? All right. The Hail Mary. Write that down. Now I want you guys, we're going to set the stage. All right. The Vikings are playing Seattle at home this year. There's one minute and five seconds left. Fourth quarter. The Vikings are down by five. Does this sound familiar? <laughs> it does. It's third Sounds and 12. Haunting. It's third and 12 on the Vikings side of the field. We'll say Vikings 40. Kirk Cousins in shotgun. Got to have it. No timeouts left. And this is a parlay for you, Judge. We haven't had a parlay in a while. Yeah. All right, so here's the three parts to it. All right. 
the Vikings' first pick of the NFL 2021 draft will not be number 14. Okay. Will not be number 14. That's number one. Okay. So it could be number eight. Mm-hmm. It could be 22. It could be 17, which I've done a lot of mock drafts on the uh, Pro Football Network, and they, uh, the Redskins <laughs> love trading with the Vikings. Interesting. So it will not be pick 14. It will not be an offensive lineman with their first pick of the NFL 2021 draft. And the pick will please Mike Zimmer, cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul. And so, so to quanti- so the first two things are very quantifiable. They won't pick 14, and it, and it won't be an offensive lineman. And the third thing, so we're saying it's going to be a defensive player? It will please Mike Zimmer. So that's open to interpretation mm. because I okay, have, I've learned the rules. I've learned the rules and how they can be manipulated. We can do that. I mean, the third the third part of the parlay, a little bit of a layup because he's probably going to come out and say that he likes any pick. But I think if you get the first two right, it's a touchdown anyways. So I'm I'm good. I'm good with this if you guys are. Yeah, and a, we can help yep, quantify the parlay third. too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, three things have to come off for it to happen. That's good. Yep, yeah. that's def- definitely yeah, – I, I like it. Write this down. Love it. And these things are going to come off the board. Uh, that one's going to come off the board in the next two weeks. So, Pulford, since you've got this platform here on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life that you'd like to thank that got you to this peak, peak moment of your existence? Well, uh, I, uh, I not that my mom was like a big uh, football fan or anything like that, and uh, she since passed away, but I remember when I was a kid, uh, 98, I was watching on the tube TV the Vikings <laughs> versus the Falcons, and uh, I'd safe to say down here in Tennessee, 98, because I won't get beat up there in Minnesota. Uh, I remember watching that game with her, and she could not figure out why I was getting so into it. I was probably this far from the TV Gary Anderson hadn't missed a kick in, what, two years, I think it was? All season that and, year. Uh, He's perfect, yep. Yep, perfect. It was a 38-yard field goal, I think, to put the Vikings yep. up by 10. Yeah, keep going, yeah. Yep, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, like, twist it or anything. And uh, he kicks it, and I was like, why did that not go in? He doesn't miss. <laughs> and my mom was so confused. She didn't get it. And then I, I mean, that's where I really fell in love with football, and I was explaining it to her. I think I was 10, 11 years old, something like that. And uh, just I remember that moment and cherish it with her and uh, just always been a big Vikings fan ever since, representing down here right outside Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, so I get to see a lot of Titans games, but uh, the Vikings are my number one. And uh, and I thank you guys for your uh, your channel every day, and uh, I enjoy it. Love it, man. Thank and you. by the way, that was, that was a paradigm-shifting kick for me as well. It was the first time that I was ever crushed by the Vikings. Like, it didn't – him missing that kick didn't make sense. It didn't compute. And then I sort of short circuited and just like balled my eyes out after the game was over. And now I'm a, I'm a, I have a hardened soul now. I think because of that kick being missed twenty three years ago, twenty plus years ago. Every time a kicker goes up, to even an extra point, I look away from the TV. I, <laughs> yep. I can't I can't watch a kick. <laughs> just uh, smart just move, memories, Blair man. Blair Walsh, Bailey. Oh. Smart move. Don't watch the TV. Tell Zim to do the Uh, same thing, Pulford. All right, that's Pulford Skoll. He's uh, one of our favorites here uh, in the Purple Daily community and on Vikings Vent Line. We'll talk again soon, man. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right, Skoll to (laughs) Pulford. All right, back over to Judd, your final prediction of the week. All right, my final prediction for our football predictions, the Jacksonville Jaguars will be in the playoffs by 2022. So either this season, next, or both, the Jaguars, with a quarterback who's going to be really damn good, are going to make the playoffs 
either 2021 or 22. Oh. But they will, the latest, but it'll be by 2022. So what by I'm saying is they're very close to being a playoff team because that's what a quarterback can do for you. Yeah, just say, it, just for the purposes of us not losing track of this, just say in either 2021 or 2022. Okay. That, that, my Write friends, this down. is how a quarterback can redefine your franchise. All right. And that is how you push predictions into the future. <laughs> if you're leading the completion percentage, you got to, you know what, you got to protect yourself. You got to protect yourself. <laughs> All right, over to Declan. Your final prediction. All right, last one. Another Kyle Pitts one. Kyle Pitts will break Mike Ditka's rookie tight Ditka. end receiving yards record. That record still stands. It's still, I had you're to double check. You're bleeping me with the way the game's changed and all the great tight ends. No, yeah, it, it has. Wow. The, the that's, person that's, that's come weird. the clo- Jeremy Shockey in 2002. Yeah. And then even Evan Ingram for the Giants in 2017 at 722. That is remarkable. Um, that Ditka, I mean, that's from the, you know, Model T era of football, basically. Like Aaron, Aaron Hernandez has slowed down this list. Like, it, it, it's been, yes, it's 1961. So the, the receiving yards record is 1,076. So I think wow. Kyle Pitts will break the rookie tight end's receiving yard record. Nice. Mm. All right, write this down. Final prediction here. Write this down. I don't mean to be going at my guy Mel Kuyper here on this show, but write this down. A player that Mel Kuyper has in his final mock draft at pick 20 or later. So Mel Kuyper's final mock draft, pick 20 or later. Mm -hmm. A player in that group will go in the top 10. Write it down. Okay. Okay. You don't believe in Mel it. anymore. You're pushing Mel out the door is what you're – you're not so subtly Same. pushing him right out the door. I'm just saying, I think, uh, I think he's going to – I think he's having a hard time gauging what's going to happen in this draft. And there's a lot of – there's a lot <laughs> the of like trades false threw him off. certainty. The trades yeah, I think completely I think threw shook. him off. I think he's shook for sure. So write that down. Those are your write that down predictions and accountability session. A follow-up to our State of Kirk Cousins discussion in just a brief moment here. But, Declan, why don't you tell the masses – I saw you post a video yesterday. Oh, yeah. You have, you know, at first I was like, is that, I can't tell, is that Declan or is that uh, Rory McElroy? Like your swings look so much alike now that oh, you've gone totally. to uh, get your swing fixed. <laughs> yeah, both of us miss cuts. You know, that's kind of what we do. That's what that's me and Rory do. Um, he did shoot plus eight or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I'd be plus 80 on Augusta, 800. Not, not, plus 80 would be a would be a win for this guy on, on Augusta's uh, National Golf Course. But yes, I stopped in at the PGA Tour Superstore uh, locally here in Minnetonka. I did the van fitting experience. They tried out a different combination of club heads and shafts. I found the exact kind of shafts and clubs that I need for my game. And it's going to be a blast to get out there and, and, and hit some clubs this year. Can't wait to do it. Go check it out. It's the van fitting experience at the PGA Tour Superstore in Minnetonka. Also, uh, while we're talking about fixing things, if you've got a phone, tablet, or laptop that maybe is beyond fixing, maybe it's broken down, well, maybe you should get a new one and go to Wamatech. Wamatech is a local company, and they source pre-owned cell phones, tablets, and laptops to save you money. And they'll even buy your old device for cash. Buy, sell, trade, in whatever you need, Wamatech.com. Also, people... People ask all the time, you know, we love, thank you to these people, by the way. We love listening to you guys or watching you guys. What's the best way we can support you? Supporting our sponsors and the people that help keep this show, Purple Daily and Mackie and Judd, on every day, for better or worse. Um, so whether that's uh, Whamatech or any other sponsor that we talk about on this show, find them online, whamatech.com, uh, W-A-M-A-T-E-K.com. All right, boys. You like that? Yeah. You like that? 
So we had a, we did a deep dive yesterday on Purple Daily into the state of Kirk Cousins, and and the question that we posed or that I posed to you guys was, if he is as great as the stats say that he is, he's third all time completion percentage, he's sixth all time in passer rating, right? He's fifteenth all like all time all quarterbacks ever in yards per attempt, ahead of Mount Rushmore of quarterback Hall of Fame type guys, right? and he is just regularly putting up 4,000 yards and big touchdown numbers, then why don't his teams win more? He's a 500 quarterback. Why don't his teams win more? We did the deep dive on that. And on Twitter yesterday, I posted, just to sort of add on to my question, which is, listen, I know that you can't just attribute wins only to quarterbacks. That, like, it is a team sport. Definitely a team sport. But it's a team sport that skews a lot more toward one position than, say, baseball does or hockey does, that that one position has such a huge influence on winning and losing games and leadership behind the scenes and just dictating the action um, that you you can't just treat every player equally like, oh, football's a team sport. I mean, it's a team sport that like has a huge skew toward one position and the influence that one position has. So I want to read you guys a list here, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this. I'm going to read you a list of the all-time quarterback win percentage rankings since the 80s. And you tell me, as I go through this list, do you think this quarterback, and all of them, there's like 15 of them, the top 15, do you think these quarterbacks are products of luck and a great infrastructure? Or do you think that they are driving forces for a 5, 10, 15-year infrastructure that became great? Because I think that's the, the, the thing that people are wrestling with, which is, well, Kirk's a great quarterback. He just doesn't have the help around him that some of the other guys have, mm-hmm. right? So I want to read these names. I'll just go one by one, and you tell me. Obviously, it's not, it's, it's, sometimes it's both. But do you think more a product of a system or more the driving force for why the system became a winning system? All right. Yeah. The number one. I'll start with number one win percentage of all time. Pat Mahomes. He's unreal. Pro- yeah, product wanna, product he, of a system. No product no. of a system or driving force for the system being as great as it is. Driving force. Driving force. Yeah. The driving force. Tom Brady. Driving force. Driving force. I think so too. And it might be like seventy thirty, right? Because like Bill Belichick sure. is amazing. Right, but he's taken multiple. So he took a system and ha- halfway through drove yeah. it to a championship. Driving force. Which mm-hmm. by, but which. In the first half of that season, didn't necessarily really work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Montana, driving third. F- driving force, but he per- so he he brought to an art form what Bill Walsh, who was the architect of the system, wanted done. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think I'm gonna lean more product of the system because even with Ooh. he plugged and play Steve Young, and it was it was similar result. I mean, he's an all time Hall of Fame quarterback. We're not disputing that. But I think it's more of a product of an uh, unbelievable system with Walsh. But you still have yeah, to be that, and, that good to drive it. Sure. I, I would mm-hmm. say I I would say still on Montana, he he drove that system because I, I could have plugged a lot of guys into it and they never would have had the success that Montana had. Mm-hmm. Uh and Phil Phil Jackson's NBA teams would tell you that, right? Like he had a great mm-hmm. system, but yeah, you could, the dude I mean you gotta plug in the right guy. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Peyton Manning. Oh, he drove it himself. I mean, it was his system. He, mm-hmm. he basically called the Correct. plays. Correct. Yeah, it's crazy. I think I know the answer to this next one. Jim McMahon is is uh, fifth on the all time <laughs> oh, quarterback. Driving force. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, he, he's a practice system. Product of the bottle. Yeah. 
hand off to yeah, well, hand off to Walter Payton and Had some good times. Score eleven points to win a game if needed. Uh-huh. Uh, Russell Wilson, Big Ben, Aaron Rodgers are the next three on this list. Oh, I think they still. I I think it's fair to say all three of them drove it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Be- because if you're given again, there's a lot of guys that I could have drafted in Pittsburgh who would have attempted to run the system, but would not have had the success that Big Ben did. So yeah, like, do you think Matt Flynn wins that Super Bowl in no, 2014 for the Seahawks? For nope. sure not. I think. Well, the- Russell Wilson was just along for the ride, was he? I'd say of the what? most of those three, who was the most likely to be product of a system, would be Big Ben. I, I think because if because the, the Steelers early, teams were early, early Big Ben. Big ben. Yeah. Yep, I agree with that. Um, because I think the other two quarterbacks literally carried those teams to relevancy in Super Bowl. Steve Young, Drew Brees, John Elway are the next three. All three of them drove the system. Yeah, Steve Young's mm-hmm. phenomenal Again, player. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then the last three, and this is just the top fourteen or fifteen here: uh, Jim Kelly, Brett Favre, Andrew Luck. Luck to me is an incomplete. I don't know. I don't know because he, he to me, was a generationally great QB who was outstanding, but career got cut short. I don't know on Luck. Um, Favre, yeah, I think he was a driving force. He was Favre, so Favre, dro- Favre drove that system. I mean, we saw guys try and run it before. Um, Kelly, he drove it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's outstanding. Um, Dan Marino is like a couple down. It's like he's like three down from here. He has a sixty-one percent career winning percent, which is still really, he's like fifty or sixty games over okay. five hundred as a quarterback. And yep. I guess, like, I mean, to me, the main point here is like it's not that quarterback wins are the all-encompassing measurement that we should like, especially in smaller samples where in one season you might go seven to nine because your defense is terrible. But over the course of time. Quarterback wins are a reflection to me, and they do start, like, if you get to five or ten years worth of sample size, unless you're operating in a complete dumpster fire train wreck, it does tell you which quarterbacks are influencing and driving winning in their position. And Kirk Cousins is a 500 quarterback after six years. And Kirk Cousins doesn't mean he's garbage, but he's not a driving force for winning games over the course of the last six years. And for the most part, Kirk Cousins' name does not belong in anywhere near the list that you just ran through Phil. It doesn't. It simply does not. Like, I would never put Kirk with, like, Brett Favre or a Steve Young in Steve Young's prime, Montana. Like, there is no way that Kirk falls into that list. And the other thing with Kirk, too, though, is, and this is true of quarterbacks across the board right now, they are literally playing in the baseball equivalent of a juice ball era. So So statistics now can't be interpreted like you can't put up 2020 statistics against 1986 or 94. It's not fair to the QBs back then. Go back and watch those games. The rules, how the sport operated is totally different. So you can't really bring me what QBs are now doing statistically uh, and say, look at this, look at this. I need to see them play. I need to see them function. It's a different, it's a different, era of football and it's fun to watch but it's not the same so do you think because you know one of the i think one of the main themes yesterday you know in just discussing discussing arguing um exasperatingly discussing with some vikings fans on social media yesterday was why do you keep comparing kirk cousins to some of the best quarterbacks in the nfl and and in some cases some of the best quarterbacks of all time like no one is saying that he's tom brady Agreed. 
but this is a salary cap league, and my comeback is always, if this is a NASCAR race, all right, and there's 30 drivers or 50 drivers or whatever there is, and driver A is constantly falling behind drivers B, C, and D in terms of winning races or whatever it may be, or going deep in the playoffs in the case of football, right? Would you just say, well, I mean, it's just, you know, and they're all making the same money under the same salary cap, right? Well, driver A just isn't as good as driver B, C, and D. Why would you even compare them? Because they're all getting paid the same money under the same salary cap structure. That's where the comparison comes in. The Vikings opted in for that comparison when they made Kirk Cousins the third highest paid quarterback to the salary cap this year and the second highest paid guy next year. That's why it's a discussion. So I don't know. What's your comeback to that when people say, well, why, 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 why are you holding Kirk to such a high standard? Your, your expectations of Kirk are unrealistic. What's your response to that, Judd? My response to that is, is at the heart of the discussion that we're having on Kirk, I blame the Vikings. I blame the Vikings because the Vikings are the one last year who, by the way, could have foresaw what we all did, which is 2020 might not be great. And they went to Kirk and extended him again, and they kicked the can of the cap down the road. And as much as we all say, well, the cap's fake, the cap, no, it's not fake. You can extend things, but it's going to catch up to you at some, some point. Yeah. So I, I actually, my comeback to disarm the Kirk stands is actually I blame the team. I mean, you can't, I'm sorry, I will continue to harp on this point. You cannot have watched Kirk Cousins for three years and right now actively be saying the defense is almost fixed. The offensive line, Kirk's blind side, eh, we'll get to it. Like, you can't be doing that now. I don't care what you do. That There has to be a coherent plan if you're going to pay him what they're paying him to spend a lot on the line, and they won't. So I actually defend Kirk. I, I think that, that this is a, a parental problem. I think the Vikings are the parents, and Kirk is the kid. And Kirk's screwing up at times, but I blame the parents. Get control of your kid. Get control of the situation. So my comeback is actually not anti-Kirk. It is, if you're going to do this with Kirk, what are you doing? Like, it's half-ass half the time, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, and then the comeback is always, well, listen, the, the going market rate for a starting quarterback, right. you know, a top 20 quarterback, is what Kirk Cousins makes. To which I say, well, if you're paying that going rate for something other than a driving force for winning and leadership, then, I mean, that the market rate is one thing, yep. but a winning blueprint and strategy is another thing. And it's not, they don't line up always, right? The market rate for something doesn't always line up for what the right blueprint is and strategy is for winning a Super Bowl. Correct. And so that's my comeback always. Well, that's the market rate. Well, then well, don't pay the market rate for it. <laughs> Go find another way to build a championship team. But Phil, with where the Vikings are right now and the philosophy of, of the direction that this roster should skew, you either have the wrong quarterback or the wrong coach. Like, this doesn't work with these two. Three years, I've seen it. It doesn't work. You either need a coach that's going to go all in on Kirk, and that means protecting him. That means a scheme that works for him completely. That means 14th pick. If there is a receiver still, you draft that person. Um, Or it's the Zim way, which means, you know what? Unfortunately, you go Case Keenum. You go cheaper QB to build out in different places. So, so I just I find this to be a problem that goes well beyond one person or one player. 
I think that this is a problem of a puzzle that doesn't fit. And it's like three years of the pieces are spread out and it's almost done. And the Vikings keep saying, if we could just get this piece in, we'll we'll wedge it this way. No, try that way. At some point in time, the puzzle doesn't fit. Yeah, and I'm and I'm willing to give them this year. I mean, they've been working hard to add defensive pieces and they and they've got the draft and they're gonna they're gonna push chips back in and I'm I'm not ready to say that it's just like completely hey, you have to blow everything up. I want to see what happens this year. And I'm curious to see. I mean, you can evolve. Mike Zimmer has talked about evolving and seeing that offenses are doing different things and so he's gonna tweak his defense and so I will give him room to evolve and I will give Kirk room to get better in some of the areas that they need him to get better in. Um but we'll see. It's all be very interesting. Mike can change. So. If you can change, <laughs> everybody can, can change. change. Michael, change. everybody can change. Kirk, you're going to change. <laughs> uh, all right. That's a wrap on today's episode of Purple Daily presented by TCL. Tomorrow, um, boys, we have kind of a blank canvas tomorrow, and uh, maybe we can do another midweek mock. Hopefully, Todd Father mock throws a mock out for us. We're getting close, man. Tomorrow, we are getting on. very close. Mm hmm. So we'll, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us a five-star rating or a positive review on Apple. See you guys. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in.